Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's all stand together. Amen. Welcome to our last service of revival tonight. Amen. This has been a wonderful and glorious three weeks. My, what a day this has been. I'm rejoicing in the Lord over that which happened this morning. God filled Sheila with the Holy Ghost in a wonderful way. Wonderful way. Been a long time since I've seen the way that happened. That was beautiful. Amen. And we baptize Ryan in Jesus' name today. Praise God. I'm telling you. When you're determined to be in the house of the Lord, you'll be here. Last Friday, he got off work earlier, went all the way to Des Moines and back. He says, I want to get back for church. He made it in time for church. God did a work in his life that night. Amen. Amen. This afternoon, he says, I've got to go back. I don't know how far he went, but... He went quite a ways. He says, but I'm going to try to be here tonight. And I see him sitting over here. Hey, folks, if he can do it, let's put our heart into it also. Amen. There's no telling what God's going to do in this place tonight. God can fill with the Holy Ghost. God can do great things. We're already decided. We're going to baptize Sheila after a while. In Jesus' name, praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here tonight. Let's have church. Glory to God. Lift your voices and hearts to the Lord and let's invite God's blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're grateful for the Holy Spirit uh, that has been in our day in a marvelous way. Uh, We're praying that you would bless in a special way and let the Holy Ghost fall uh, in this house. Uh, Lord, once again, let lives be changed and transformed. Uh, Minister in a great and a mighty way. Uh, Oh, we're giving you praise for you're a mighty God. Uh, And we ask in the name above all names, Jesus, we pray. Uh, Amen to God. Amen to God. Praise the Lord. Lift up your voice to God in one accord in worship. God bless Oh 
Why don't we lift up a high praise to the Almighty God? Lift your hands all over this house. Oh, you're still believing He's going to answer? He's going to do it. There's nothing He can't do. I said it this morning in this house, in any house, God has the final say. In every situation, it don't matter what it is, you call on the name of Jesus and He'll take care of it. Praise God. I got Bible for that. Anything you ask in my name, I will do it. He said it. I believe it. Praise God. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your presence, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You may be seated. We got some uh, prayers, prayer cards from this morning. I'm going to read these again. Uh, Gwen Wesselman, for, uh, she's having a surgery on her hip. Diane Leete has made this known. The Shaw family, uh, funeral for the daughter. Remember David Shaw, he's went through quite a bit here lately. Let's remember Mike Hydry. I just read you this morning. Hard to read him again. Praise God. Let's remember Elena Wagner also. Brother Tim put this in this morning. Anybody on my left have a need tonight? About the raising of your hands. Praise God. Sister? Let's remember Justin tonight. Praise God. Anyone on my right have a need? Sister Jen? all stand all over this house by the raising of your hands for all the special unspoken praise God if you want to stand in the gap for somebody come on forward let's pray with you if you need healing in your body you want to come up and let us pray for you right now let's take these deeds before the Lord oh God you are able Lord Jesus Lord oh you've heard the prayers Lord the cries of your people Lord Jesus we know God that you are able to do anything Lord that we ask God Lord we pray for healing over so many Lord Jesus Lord, we pray for comfort for them that have lost, God. Oh, Lord, we pray for these families, Lord Jesus, Lord, as they inherit, Lord Jesus, these things, Lord, that burdens, God, and they carry for you, Lord Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to do it, Lord. Oh, again, exceedingly and abundantly, God, above all we can ask or think, God. We call on the name of Jesus, Lord. Let's tap into the, the heaven, God, Lord Jesus, knowing that you can do it, Lord. We give you praise and glory, God, for all that you do, Lord. Let your glory shine through each of us, God. We give you praise in your mighty name, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus.
Oh, go ahead. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Turn to two or three around you. Shake their hand. Amen. Welcome them again to church tonight, and then you may be seated. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. My. A few weeks ago, I never dreamed that I'd be standing here on this evening at the end of the third week of revival. That's right. But I am, and it's been wonderful. God knows, God knows what we need. Sometimes we can think we've got it planned out, how things are going to happen and what it's going to be, and it doesn't happen like you think. But you just follow the Lord. And then after two weeks and we were ready to end the revival and we had just so many guests that were coming they just kept coming and uh, we just felt after visiting with each other that we ought to continue if at all possible for another week and so I brought it to the church I said how many would support this and many of you raised your hand and says I will and you did and I so appreciate you doing so. We have a number of people that have already given towards this third week of revival. I, it, it takes a lot of expense. When you see the doors of the church open, you think that there's a bill being paid. Somebody is making that happen, keeping the lights on. But most, if of the expense of revival is to give to the evangelist who is dependent by faith upon God first and then just to trust that the Lord is going to provide for him. I can tell you that in 37 years or whatever it's been that Brother Griggs has, uh, 39 years maybe he has, um, evangelized he will tell you that he has never ever told anybody what to give him he says I trust the Lord and through the years he has had a little bit of nothing at times that was given to him at other times he was blessed with more I remember his first revival he came in an old pickup with a camper shell on the back that all their clothes was in, and it leaked. But they came, trusted God. We sacrificed in that revival out on Lisa Road. We gave them our bed, and we went to church, Sister Axton and I and the kids, and slept on the floor of the church. And uh, so we kind of gave up our, our bedroom and, and the house for, for them. That was the way it began. And through the years, 
we've seen improvements. I remember when he drove a motorhome up that was without brakes when it got here and uh, was trying to park that thing by leveling it on blocks, Jesse. And he had to give it a lot of gas to get to the top of those blocks, but he wasn't thinking when I get to the top with a full throttle, there's no brakes. And it shot off of that thing, pulled the cord out of the window that we had it run through, and he was fighting to get that thing from hitting the buildings across the street. Got it under control, brought it back, and we called Dick Vance. We said, Dick, would you come and work on this thing? He reached up. It was a very simple fix for him. It was a puzzle for us. But he got it fixed in a little bit, and then he turned to me, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, Pastor, you stick to preaching. I'll do the mechanics. Amen. So we've got a lot of great memories and such. But through the years, as you well know, it takes a lot more. What used to be the expense of revival today is just a tank of gas. That's all it'll buy you. And the thing of it is, is how much would it cost you to go to Florida where you're going to be heading soon? About $600 just to get there. So you see, you can't just give them a $750 offering like you used to and feel like you paid them good. You have to go way above that. And so we start a base budget of just 2000 because that is where we want to try to help. And so when I approached the church last week, I says, we wanted, we had it budgeted, the Lord provided, but we want an extra week. I need some help. And we had $1,330 come in since Sunday night. Thank you so much for that. But I'd like some more. I wonder if I could get a thousand more. I wonder if I could. Now, if you've give, thank you. Because I know who is give. Most of you, I, I looked at the, the names and I appreciate it. And I, some of you all dug deep and sacrificed. But if there's somebody that could give an extra 50, extra 100. If you haven't give yet and you was planning on doing it on tonight, you may have that already prepared. Amen. I know Sister Axon and I, I want us to give 250 of that. I had not given since Sunday night for that purpose. I want to do that. And so I wonder if we could have another 750. Is there somebody that could give, help me out here? Amen. I see. Yes. I know you all are sacrificing. Thank you, Jen. $100 from our Monroe City pastor. Thank you. 200 there's 300 of it right there amen is there four how much a hundred there's 400 thank you how much 500 thank you brother 200 700 brother 750 you want to get uh, 850 how much 900 whoo hundred and 50 that's 1100 how much over here how much you say instead of 100 you're going 300 so there's 200 there's 1250 barbara 11350 
1850. You see why God blesses this church? It's because when you see the need and you like what's happening, God will step in and do a great work. Amen. Thank you so much for it. Here's what we're going to do. If you've got it, Brother Steve is going to stand up here when we receive the offering with the third bag. And if you have it separate and you would like to give that right now, put it in the revival offering that Brother Steve is going to have. Otherwise, you're welcome just to fill out a card or an envelope, put it in. Sister Alicia will make sure it goes towards that. And I thank you so much. Let's lift our hands and thank the Lord for it. Praise God. Praise God. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for generous spirit, generous heart, Lord, and how you have blessed this church with so many that have a kind heart. Brother Brandon, come. Amen. He wants to share something, and uh, I want him to do that real quick. Amen. God bless you, my friend. Somebody said, praise the Lord. Uh, So I heard that Brother Griggs builds pulpits, and we were in need of one. And so I I was just going to see, you know, more information about them, you know, how much they cost and, you know, everything else and how long they take to build. And I just wanted to find out some things about them. And so I talked to him few weeks, weekends ago on Sunday night, I told him, and I thought that maybe he has some special place out of town, Brother Griggs, place where you build them. I didn't know, you know, what to expect. I thought maybe you have a special place that you build them, and then, you know, we arrange pickup, and it takes you six months to build them. I had no idea really what to expect when you said that you would build us one, and so he said, well, he said, I'll pick you up tomorrow, and we'll get the supplies. I said, okay, <laughs> well, what time? <laughs> and so, and so I met him here. We went and, and got supplies. And before we left the church parking lot, I was getting ready to pull out. And I said, hold on. I said, I got to call pastor. I, I said, I got to get a, get a check, you know, to, to, uh, to pay for the material. He said, let's go. I said, okay. I put in reverse, left. We went to Quincy. And I didn't even have a chance to even get up there to pay for it. And he purchased the materials to build that pulpit. Now, I didn't know what to expect. You know, the quality, I, I didn't know. Put that picture up here. So we started working. So we started working on Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And so I said, Brother Griggs, now, I, I, I'm not a real early person. I've got six children, and so when they decide to sleep in, I take advantage of that. I said, what time you want to get started on Tuesday? He said, 7 o'clock. I said, okay, I'll be up there. So I met the church. We started building that thing. And uh, he stayed until close to 9 o'clock that night. He wanted to get as much finished as he could because he had door knocking to do for Palmyra in the upcoming days and so I want to get as much done so we decided to I said that's fine I said we're having church on Tuesday I said we'll just move the 
We'll just move the the uh, service to the sanctuary. You can stay in the fellowship hall and build. And so during Bible study, man, we heard saws are cutting and just moving and, you know, hammers and nailers. And I thought, man, this is, this is good, you know. And so we had we had church uh, that night. And he came up Wednesday. And we finished that pulpit. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. That is, it, it is a... It is an awesome pulpit. I love it. And uh, you know what? I like to bang on the pulpit, and I can do that with that one. And so I'm so thankful for what the Lord provided through Brother Griggs. I tell you, my heart was just so overjoyed. I told him, I said, Brother Griggs, I said, does this come with a guarantee? And he looked at me kind of puzzled. He said, what do you mean? I said, a guarantee that I'll preach better? He said, no. <laughs> But, so, for Monroe City, we want to contribute in that, in that love offering. And we want to bless you, Brother Griggs, for what you've done for us. It's a blessing for this. And we just love and appreciate you also in Monroe City. Love you, brother. So... You probably think, well, how does Brother Griggs get all that material? It's because he had money saved up to purchase a generator for his trailer. He said, when we're traveling, it will cost us $60 just to park at an RV park overnight. Pulling at 10 o'clock, leave at 6 the next morning, cost me 60 bucks. He said, if we had a generator, we could park at Walmart, and it wouldn't cost us anything. He said, that would be like saving $60 every day. He had money saved up towards that, and when Brother Brandon presented this need for Monroe City, he reached into that fund and spent it. On Monroe City for a pulpit. What a sacrifice. What a sacrifice. But you see, God puts people around that have ears to hear. And I didn't ask permission. But the Dravis family, Brother John and Sister Angie heard about it. And they said, we want him to have that generator. And they took him and paid for a generator. He's leaving with a brand new generator. Don't, I hope I didn't get in trouble. Brother John, sister, huh? You didn't pay for it? Okay, okay. I'm, I, I, hope th- I hope Harbor Freight don't call us. That's right. Brother John, Sister Angie, we love you. I know the Griggs love you. Converts of 11 years ago. And what they did will be giving again and again. $60 offering every time they use it. Won't that be wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Uh, and God's just blessed them in such a way.
Praise God. I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I'm, before we receive the offering, I want my ushers to come on up, find your place. But Sister Axon's going to come, and she's going to share. Praise the Lord. You're a pretty good guy, Brother Griggs. But your wife is just a precious, precious woman. And you know, it's amazing how God puts opposites together. They are total opposites. But they sure accent one another. I love and appreciate the Griggs. I wanted to quickly make a statement. This coming weekend is our Help Me Heal conference. It's going to be phenomenal. We are excited. I feel like we're just going to catapult off of what the revival has been, and it's just going to continue on. We, are, we have extended invitation to all of the churches in our community. So it's going to be open to all faiths. There's no denominations to this. And so reach out. If you have somebody that is hurting that they need to be healed, need to be touched by God. Make sure that you bring them. We have a sign-up sheet back in the back. Please sign up to let me know that you are going to be here for the luncheon on Saturday. Our schedule will begin Friday night at 7 o'clock. We will have a service, and that service will be on forgiveness. And then on Saturday morning, we will have When Young Ladies Hurt, Grief and loss, spiritual warfare, and family mess. It's a wide array of things. And then we will have a lunch following at 1. So if you are willing to help and to work with us for this conference, we need door greeters. We need different ones that will slip in in different areas. On Saturday, we are asking if anybody can bring a dessert. It will be a luncheon. Uh, We are charging for that. All of the offerings that is received during that will go to Help Me Heal. So make sure that you just, um, if there's some place that you can connect, I am also asking for a few good men to help serve on Saturday for the luncheon. And that will start at 1 o'clock. And so it's going to be really easy, men. Um, But I do also want some women that can be door greeters, and I want you to put on that Holy Ghost smile and greet all of these women as they come in to the services. Uh, I've been visiting with Sister Eddings for the last 10 days. There has been a prayer for each day. It's focused on certain areas and the speakers that is through this. Uh, Sister Eddings is from Springfield area. Everybody knows Sister Ladina Ferris and her daughter. They are both a couple of the speakers. And then also we have another speaker that's going to be coming from Mississippi. Um, So keep it in prayer. Make sure that you sign up for the luncheon so we'll make sure that you have some food to eat. And just come for the fellowship. But come more for the move of God and the healing that's going to take place. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Would you stand with me? We're going to receive your tithing and offering and revival offering tonight. Amen.
And uh, let's just lift it to the Lord and trust God for his blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just lift our tithe and our offerings to you tonight. And we're trusting God that you'll provide in all things to your glory. Uh, Bless Lord Jesus. Uh, Let the windows of heaven be open, God. Pour out abundant blessings. We ask in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Praise God.
His report says I am free. His report says victory. Whose report? Will you believe? Oh, whose report? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. Oh, whose report? His report. His report says I. His report victory. Whose report would you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report? Will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says I am healed. His report says I am healed. His report says I His report says victory. Oh yeah. Who report will you believe? Oh, what kind of report? report his report his report to ring whose report will you believe we shall believe the report of the Lord. Whose report? Praise God. Hallelujah. What an amazing God we serve. Come on now. What an amazing God we serve. I did not even see when she walked forward this morning. All I knew is I turned around and God was touching her. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and uh, the Lord just, be, we thought... Uh, we, we thought we better get a chair behind her because she's about to go down. And when she sat down that chair, she just leaned back and began to speak with other tongues. Come on, hallelujah. What a powerful touch of the Holy Ghost. Woo! Praise God. Praise God. Here's the beautiful thing, and I just explained it to her. Here's the beautiful thing about baptism and God filling someone with the Holy Ghost. When someone sometimes questions, am I ready to be baptized or should I be baptized? If God goes ahead and fills someone with the Holy Ghost, uh, the scripture lets us know uh, that Peter commanded them to Come be on. baptized in the name of the Lord. That's right. In other words, if God fills them with the Holy Ghost, don't hold back. <laughs> 
get it all because the Lord has already put yeah, his stamp of on. approval upon what he's doing in your life. Amen to God. Would you just stretch your hand out this way and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you have already done. We thank you for what you have already did this morning. And now, Lord, we're just praying that you would smile upon her as she obeys you in water baptism and takes on your name in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Bless her, Lord. Keep her as she walks with you in Jesus' name. Amen. The name of Oh yes, come on. The name of the Lord in the name of the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, I'm so glad that I've been buried, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, well I'm so glad that I've been buried, in the name of somebody wave your hand at you. so glad that I've been buried in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord has been revealed. Well, I'm so glad that I've been buried in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. I'm so glad that I'm the Lord in the name of Somebody lift your hands and honor him. He's in the house tonight. He come to do something. Well, I've got it. Well, I got it. Got the Holy Ghost. I got it. 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 I
a room in one accord. Gather together 120. Where the Holy Ghost fell upon each one as the Spirit gave others. Gather there. They couldn't understand what was happening down there, but Peter stood in the midst of the crowd. Yeah. Saying this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God's Spirit I pour. Come on, Holy Ghost. Somebody shout, I got it. But I got it. Oh, I've got it. There's something about the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I got it. Listen to it. Listen to it. On the day of Pentecost, they was come. They was in the upper room in one accord. Gathered together 120. Well, the Holy Ghost fell upon each one. Yeah, it did. Gathered there. They couldn't understand what was happening down there, but Peter stood in the midst of the crowd. Saying this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God's Spirit I pour. Somebody shout, I got it. Come on. Got the Holy Ghost, but I got it. Got it. Come on now. There's something about the power. Somebody wave your hand. Somebody shout, I got it. Now I've got that Holy Ghost. Well, I've got that Holy Ghost. Well, I've got that. Lift your hands and love him. <laughs> Woo! Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, there's a God in the house. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Don't leave. We're going to sing again here in a minute. Ain't God good? Yes. I tell you, he's, he's such a, he's such a, well, what can we say? Good God. Amen. But there's the, there's, there's, there's the pastor. Everybody shout, Pastor Axton. Yeah! Thank you. I'm here to interrupt your daily program. <laughs> the month of October was Pastor Appreciation. So, if everyone would please stand. I would love to have Mom and Dad come up here, please. I think my family is probably one of the newer families here, but I've experienced a lifetime of watching uh, just them pour love and adoration into each and every one of us. It's something that I've grown up with, I've come to admire, 
guys are welcome to come up here. Don't make me stand alone. We love you. We appreciate you. And this is from all of us. Thank you. I was not expecting this tonight. And uh, you all are so kind to us. So very kind. Appreciate it so much. Uh, with heartfelt thanks for the expert care you provide, love always, your UPC Science. Thank you so much. And an offering for us. God bless you. We appreciate it. Love you all. This is our life. This is our life. And I thank you. God bless you. You guys are number one. You can't get no better. No better at all. And I love each and every one of you. You're some of the easiest people to pastor. You are the easiest people to pastor. Come on now. That don't that don't come all the time, right? Yeah. Of course, forty something years or however long it is we've been here. 38, 39. 39. Yeah. Thirty nine. I've lost track. We've just been having too much fun. But God is so good and I'm so thankful. So thankful for your kindness and your goodness to us. Um, we love each and every one of you. So appreciative of you, all of you. Lord bless you. Oh, come on. We can do better than that. Well, yeah. Thank God for a pastor that will preach truth, that will stand for what's right. Come on, somebody. sit down you know God is such a awesome God what are you going to sing do I know the song you're going to sing I do do I have to add words to it <laughs> probably I'm sorry testify you ain't testify since we've been here I love the Lord thank you for a sweet Holy Ghost and his many blessings what he's done in this revival amen she can talk. What was I going to say? Thank you, Pastor Axton Church. Thank you all very much for allowing us to be here. It's always good to be among God's people. This thing ain't over yet. I loaded up one time. We fixed this thing. We loaded up one time at the church. Been already been there about four weeks, and and Pastor said, "Well." This is it. I said, okay, I'm going to load up, load my trailer up and everything, get everything ready. Well, it was four weeks later before we left. So, anyway, can I move in with y'all? <laughs> it's Pastor Appreciation Week. You need to appreciate me. <laughs> Sing before I get in trouble. Somebody shout hallelujah, would you?
Somebody wave your hand at him. Come on. He picked me up and he turned me around. Placed my feet on solid ground. And I thank the Master and I thank the Savior because he healed my heart. Changed my name forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master and I thank the Savior. And I thank God. Somebody give him praise. He's here tonight. Cannot deny what I see. Got no choice but to believe. My doubts are burning. Oh, yes. Like ashes in the wind. Hallelujah. So, so long to my friends. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on now. same and I thank the master and I thank the savior and I thank God so now the one I am free I am free I am free are you free hell lost another one I am free I am free well I am free hell lost another one Because he healed my heart, changed my name, forever free. I'm not the same, and I thank the Master, and I thank the Savior, and I thank God. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Now get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Oh, get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Come on, Jesus. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Pick me up, same and I thank the master and I thank the savior and I thank God 
Come on, somebody give him honor. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Come on, Jesus. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. We're getting up. Come on. Somebody. He's going to turn you around. He's going to give you victory. He's going to give you joy, peace, and love tonight. Solid ground, and I thank the Master, and I thank the Savior. I'm not the same, and I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, and I thank God. Hallelujah. Somebody give him honor and praise. Oh, he's such a good God. Hallelujah. That'd be it. I believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that what? Diligently seek him. I believe he is a God that is able to do abundantly. You may be seated. You know, revival's not over. It's just begun. The move of God is just now taking off. <clears throat> and uh, it ain't over yet. Look at your neighbor and say, tonight you can get the Holy Ghost if you want it. Only God is able to give it to you. Only God is able. Look at your neighbor and say, God can give you the Holy Ghost. Genesis chapter 22. Stand. I'm sorry for the reading of the word. Genesis chapter 22 and verse uh, verse 5. Genesis chapter 22 and verse 5 says this. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder. Everybody say yonder. And worship. Oh, what it says. And come again to you. Lord bless your word, man. You can be seated. Instruction to Abraham was, uh, was a, a instruction from God, not from anybody else, but instruction uh, from God to give to Abraham was to go, hey, go kill your kid. That was the instruction. Amen. And before I get started with the help of the Lord, um, I enjoyed building, I enjoyed building pulpits and, 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 uh, uh, I enjoy watching different ones as I'm building it and how they want to change colors on them. That's exciting. And uh, do different kind of stain and, and different like that. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And then uh, but that was actually the one I built last week or whenever we built it. was That was the 12th one I built so far. And, uh, you know, God is good. God, God is good. I, 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 I enjoyed. I just wanted to know if I could do it, and I realized that the Lord would help me do it. And then, then uh, which comes, uh, you know, I, I pay for it uh, because I want to do that because churches blesses us. Hello, look. If you don't believe that, become an evangelist, but don't be lazy. If, if you're lazy, you won't. They, you won't. You won't get nothing. And they're not ashamed. <laughs> but, but work and, and, and trust God. You have to, you, you have to trust Him. 
So when when I do something, that ain't all we, they, that we do. My wife sometimes she gets frustrated at me, but takes about thirty seconds and she gets over it. Uh, we remodel churches. Uh, actually, the biggest job I've done. Check this one, and I'm going to preach. Uh, we was in. Actually, it's where we're going to Louisiana in about two weeks to preach revival. Uh, first time we preached there, it was like a dungeon. I mean, it was just orange carpet, orange pew, and black paneling. I thought Dracula was going to walk out, man. It was just bad in there. So I told Pastor, I said, Pastor, you got to do something. He said, I can't. I have no money. I said, do you believe God? He said, yeah. I said, okay, then let's trust God. My wife said, what you going to do? I said, well, I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll, 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 we'll do something. This is something that's got to take place. And, and so I began to get on the phone and begin to call me. I'm not bashful. I don't mind. I, I don't mind going to a place, asking them, hey, we need some of your money. Hello? Well, they got somebody else's money. Just give it back to me. So we, we started. He said, what we're going to do? I said, brother, pastor, talent. I said, you need to redo your whole, whole sanctuary. You got to get rid of this. To, he said, that's going to cost thousands of dollars. I said, but if you say it real quickly, it ain't that bad. <laughs> so we started. So I went to, uh, what was the name of the town above the river? Leesville. I talked to a guy at Lowe's and got talking with him. And, and when I got talking to him, and uh, he said, you know, Brother Griggs, he said, I think I can help you all. I said, okay, good deal. I said, I'll, when, when we get ready, I said, I will send Pastor uh, Tylen over, and he'll make a list up, and, and, and then we'll go from there. How about that? He said, we can do that. He said, you want us to deliver? I said, you have to. I said, we, we can't get it to us, so you have to deliver. So he... I begin to keep talking to him, call him once a week, tell him, tell him what's going on. And, 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 um, uh, so about what was it? About three weeks. It took me, it took me nine, eight weeks, it took me eight, I think eight, six to eight weeks to, to get where we could go. I took off eight weeks to, uh, help him there. But anyway, make a long story short, uh, I told him, I said, Pastor Talent, get your list. He said, Brother Griggs, I got my list. He said, we went over and, and we went to Lowe's and, 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 and got it all written down how much it's going to cost. I said, okay. He said, this ain't all we need. I said, well, I can't really figure that, but I said, how much do you have right now? He said, we have $10,775, somewhere, almost $11,000. I said, okay, well, go, go over there and, and, and talk to this guy. So they went over to him and her and another lady named uh, Billie Jean, wasn't it? I think that's her name. She's a talker. She could talk just as much as I could. I mean, she's just 90 mile an hour. And uh, I said, Brother Talent, let her talk. Brother Talent is like him. Yes. Yes. Hello? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you've got to let them know what you want. So from eleven, I'm gonna say from eleven thousand. They he said, brother Griggs been talking to you. He said, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Said, uh, can you do something? He said, let me look at it. He said, this is what you what you need as to get us to this point. He said, yeah. He said, okay, let me see what I could do. So he went back and and, and he, he figured it up and he come back. He said, from from eleven thousand. Actually, I think it was ten ten thousand five hundred. So he come back and he knocked off what was it two two thousand. 
And he said, Brother Grisha, they, they knocked till they made it eight, what, eight, five. And I said, no, go, you, you go, you go, go back and talk to him again. Tell him we're going to pray for him if he don't come on down with this thing. And she said, I don't want to, Brother Griggs. I said, look, either you go talk to him or get out of the picture. We can't have no doubt. Come on, somebody. So she went back the second time. Come down from talk to him. He said, Brother Greg said, can you do it again? And, uh, he said, anything? He said, let me, let me look. Let me look. He said, oh, we're going to have to deliver. She said, he said, yeah. She told, he said, yeah. So from, from 10 5 to 8 5, he come down to 7 5. She said, Brother Greg, he come down another, another thousand. And Brother Talents just said, he's just as happy as he can be. I said, no, go back again. I said, go, go back and talk to him again. Come on. And she said, I'm not going to do it. I said, then you get your clothes and leave because I don't want you around helping. That's rude, ain't it? Oh, come on, somebody. So she said, okay, I'll go back one more time. She said, Brother Greg said, is there anything else you can do? And he looked at the pastor. He said, how much money do you have? He said, I got $3,000. It $3,001. He said, I'll take that. Come on, somebody. We delivered it, and what was it? Two days later, a man walked up and bought all the carpet in the church. Hello, somebody. Two days later, come on, somebody. Somebody walked in and bought all 195 pieces of sheetrock to put in the church. Come on, that's what God will do. That we did a job that would have cost him $175,000, and the only thing that cost him was $2,000 because they had the prison come out and redo all the pews. <laughs> but God is good. So we enjoy trying to help people. We enjoy to, uh, uh, we, we, we do. Actually, when I get done and go back to the socks, I'm fixing to help another pastor on the house. Bless their heart. They're going through a lot of stuff. But anyway, God's good. God's good. So last year, last year, one more thing, last year, not last year, this year, this year I have built four poor pits, and uh, uh, now we, we have helped remodel what? Three, I think, three houses so far. Amen. I still got a month or two to go. I'm on somebody. You give and God will give back to you. Hello? Amen. Well, that didn't cost you nothing. Because if he don't pay me, I'm moving in. I got to have gas to get out. Diesel, I have diesel to get out. What's your boy's name? He got a deer. What's his name? Raise your hand. Wave your hand, buddy. He got him a deer. Come on, somebody. Whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house. God is good. Mercy is everlasting. Thank you, Pastor Action Church. Thank you all so very much for allowing us to be here. And uh, thank you for, most of all, for worshiping God. And thank you, that ones that have helped door knock. Thank you very much. Um, thank you so much, so much, so much, so much. Thank you, ones that, that that went out and eat with us and find different find kinds of food, things in your food, and, and you didn't like that too much. But anyway, I like chicken. Anybody like chicken? That's a place called Yonder. Over Yonder. The chicken place over in Quincy is very good. Buffalo Wild Wings. Good, ain't it? 
Outback, I'm fixing to preach. Outback is very good, but you have to go to them places. Hello? You know, they cook chicken the same way. So if they deliver it to you, it just don't taste the same. But it tastes real good when you're sitting there and, and, and you're eating. Then you go over here in Hannibal to the buffet over here. They got all kinds of chicken laying out on that bar right there. That's where we went today. They had different kinds of stuff. And lo and behold, if I didn't get me some chicken. <laughs> Amen. I believe when I get to heaven, they're going to be standing at the gate with a chicken leg in their hand. And say, here you go, buddy, and it's yours. We got to believe that, that, that what we do with God, God is going to reward. Hello, somebody. I say this, and I'm gonna, with the help of the Lord, I'm gonna take off preaching. Uh, my wife, we made this coming December, been married 40 years. She's never had a house. Amen. She'll get one when she gets to heaven. It's already paid for. Hello. I don't know how y'all believe, but I think we're gonna have streets of gold, walls of Sebastian. I don't care if we see them or not, but let me see the one that died for me at Calvary. The, the one that shed his, and I know a lot of preachers don't believe in, in streets of gold and walls of jasper and the gates of pearl and all of that stuff. I told one guy, I said, you can have all the log cabin house you want. I'm tired of log cabin house. I want something that belongs to us. He died for us for a reason, that we can enjoy the things that he's got prepared for us at Calvary. Brother brother, brother Jeff, come stand right up here for me real quickly. You know, there's some things about us. There's some things that that, that only, only certain people, he's scared to walk up here. And there's only things certain. But Abraham had instructions. I want you to take my son, your son, and you want him to take him out yonder. And I want you to go to the place that I'll tell you to go to. And you don't stop until you get there. And I want you to sacrifice him unto me. God wanted to know how much Abraham really loved him. Come on, somebody. But in the mind of that individual, Abraham, if I could say, in his mind was this right here. He gave him to him and if he wants him back, he can have him. But I got to hear the voice of a God. We do not have to accept the things that the devil wants to put up on us. We are covered in the blood of the Lamb and the power of the Holy Ghost. If God ever heals you, I believe it don't have to come back if we stand on the divine word of God. If he's ever filled you with the Holy Ghost, you got a right to stand up and look at the devil and say I might be down, but I'm coming up. I'm going to a place called yonder and that's a Pentecostal church. I'm going to the altar. I'm going to lift my hands up and I'm not going to back up until I touch the God of glory, the God of creation, the one that delivered me. If I begin to go like He's already laughing. <laughs> you know why he's laughing? He is very ticklish. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's amazing when you, he can't do too much when church and pastor's looking right at you, dude. <laughs> he can't do too much if you come on somebody. But if he know how many's tickled? If somebody's tell you really bad, I am. He is too just faking of something like that touching me. It makes me. Oh, come on now, don't do that. Don't do that. It ought to be in our mind just thinking if the devil gets close up to me, I got something inside of me. He'll be able to shove him. Go ahead. Sit back, sit, sit right there. Be able to shove him back off. Abraham had to have his mind made up, Brother Josh. He had to say, okay, God, if that's what you want. But God said, told Abraham, he said, you leave and you go to the place and I'll tell you to go. Three day journey. I don't know how long they journeyed that day, how far they went that day, but it was three days. And Abraham looked afar off and there he seen a mountain.
mountain over yonder. And he told the lads, he said, y'all stay here. Me and my lad, my son, is going to go right there. And we're going to worship. And we're going to honor God. And we're going to lift him up. And we're going to magnify him. And we're going to thank him. Abraham had to realize, I know my instruction. But if I'll begin to show how much God, how much I love him. And how much I honor him. Maybe something will happen. Because he didn't back down. Honey, it ain't time to back down. It ain't time to turn around. It ain't time to give up. There's a place. It's called yonder. And it's waiting for you to get there. Your miracle lies in the midst of you. Woo! Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. I'll begin. I'll jump back to yonder here in a minute. In, uh, in Jesus, if you look, I think it's in Matthew chapter 9. I think if you begin to look there, there was miracles after miracles that Jesus began to do. You begin to find he, he somebody walked up to him and said, you know, my daughter lies at the point of death. She's sick, but if you'll come and pray for her, she'll be okay. But the ruler come by and said, she's now dead. She's history. She's gone. In other words, don't, don't, don't bother him. There ain't nothing he can do about it. But what they didn't know, he's fixing to leave that place and go yonder. It makes no difference what it is. When Jesus gets to that place and where you at, because you open the door and you say, come on, God. Come on. Here I am. This is the place and I've got my son. I didn't get here because of mama and daddy. I got here because of a man of God like that right there. Preaching the word of God to me, saying you can get higher, you can move up a little bit further, but you gotta pray, you gotta fast, you gotta read the word, and not only that, you gotta have faith that God is gonna bring you through, that God's gonna deliver you. Honey, how come tonight to tell us we're fixing to fight hell, we're fixing to fight a lot of things in this world, but I got a God that said, I'll never leave you, I'll never ever forsake you, I'll walk with you, I'll talk with you, I'll be right there for you. Oh, somebody shall preach. Somebody shall preach. Woo! Am I doing all right, Brother Walker? Can't see you. If you move your head counted that way, the light will flecked up here and let me know. Everything, there you go. Everything gonna be okay. Look, we need to get to the place that God, have you ever asked God, God, let me, let, let me climb higher. Young people, let me, let me tell you something. You need, you, you need to get a relationship with God between you and God. Not because of this one and that one and that one and this one here and that one there. Listen to me now. I, I don't want to shout like nobody. I don't want to run like nobody. I don't want to dance like nobody. I just want to do what he wants me to do. <laughs> if it's look like I'm crazy dancing, get over it. That's my dance to the God that delivered me. And when you got your mind made up and your foot on the rock and all hell's come against you. I'll get back yonder in a minute. And all hell comes against you. It's kind of like Job, brother Jeff. Hell come against him. Took everything that he had. Wiped him out. Wiped him out of everything. Kids and everything. His wife come out and said, Job, 
Why don't you just curse God and give up? He said, you talk like a foolish woman. I got my mind made up. Right in the midst of all the problems. Right in the midst of all the trials. Right in the midst of everything going on. In the back of his mind, he's saying this right here. I'm about to get yonder. And when I get to that place called yonder, there's going to be a God. It's going to reach down. It's going to touch me. It's going to pick me up. Honey, you got to get to a place between you and God. Ain't nothing going to take it away. Ain't nothing going to take it away. I might get knocked down, but I got an altar. I got a prayer room. I got a church. I got a pastor. And I'm going to call on a God that is able to take me to that place. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, you're doing all right for a young guy. I drove, I drove half, I drove the, let me say, let me rephrase it. I've drove the whole United States completely around it. I've seen over three quarters of it by myself because she slept. She said, let's go back yonder. I said, no way. <laughs> we done passed it. <laughs> Can't go back that way again. <laughs> Hello? Come on now. <laughs> you need you coming to an hour in time in your life. <laughs> Look at your name and say, oh me. <laughs> coming an hour in a time in your life <laughs> that we need to grow up. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I can't get there unless so-and-so pray for me. <laughs> That's a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> I've been around people. <laughs> Away from people, Sister Axton, and couldn't get prayer. Half the preachers I've called for, they seen my number on me. And they wouldn't even answer, needed prayer. But then I realized, if I find me a place that me and my God can talk to each other, that will be a place that when I get into a situation and I can't get a hold of nobody, I'll know how to get a hold of this God. We need to lay everything down. Abraham could not have said Sarah I'm going to take Isaac our only son and I'm going to take him down the journey down here and I'm going to kill him because God told me to do it I believe I believe Sarah would say no you ain't dude I labored I carried him for nine months I labored back in him they didn't have hospitals oh it was hurting I had a lot of pain you're not going to do it I don't think he told him I'm going to sacrifice him all he said we're taking a journey but he had to take some lads because God he's going to be there only me and this one's going to go up yonder there's a lot of times in our walk with God it's got to be me and God and we got to communicate together we got to pray together honey I tell you when you know when God's there when you're down there saying God I just got to feel you one more time and all I want your hair raises up on the back of your neck you realize this I don't rest to that place yonder and in that place there is a God and Abraham got to the right place and said we're going right there there's a whole lot of people saying this is yonder this is the place and I can be delivered this is the place and I can be set free this is the place and I can get victory this is the place that I can get healed this is the place I can get my sins washed away I shout glory. It's exciting. I did a trailer. I did a 
did a trailer in the church. And uh, she said, you think you can help me? God is blessed, folks. God, he's blessed. There's a few preachers I can call or text them and say, look. I sent them pictures. I said, look, they need help. Now they just ask me how much I need and just send it to me. And they buy the material. It ain't all me. It's ministers, pastors that are supplying the money to buy this. Come on, somebody. Uh, and I sent them pictures before, and then I sent them pictures after. Then I sent them pictures of old widows sitting there, tears running down their face. Hello, <laughs> because they ain't got to worry about snakes coming in the walls. <laughs> they ain't got to worry about snow flying in when it comes down. <laughs> because somebody, hello, <laughs> somebody wanted to help out. Jesus wanted to help me. I wasn't nothing but a druggie and alcoholic. But when mama got done praying, <laughs> and heaven paid attention, <laughs> there was something about that God said I got to do something for mama because mama not going to let it go <laughs> come on somebody <laughs> and then she invited me to go I said where are we going to go she said we're going to go right over yonder <laughs> at a little Pentecostal church <laughs> and you're going to feel something <laughs> that you never felt before <laughs> if it happened 45 years ago it can still happen today <laughs> he's the same <laughs> yesterday today and forever <laughs> he's talking to a whole lot of people <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome don't the Bible say some plants, uh, some waters, uh, but God gives the increase. Uh, honey, there's about to be an increase uh, because this is a place called yonder. Uh, it can be salvation, deliverance uh, in the house of God. Uh, you got to get to the place. Uh, I'm not backing up. Uh, I'm not turning around. Uh, I don't care if it makes mama mad, daddy mad, or who. I'm going to praise the God that has delivered me and set me free and gave me victory. My nephew come to uh, the revival I was preaching there in, in on the other side of Saxton. Come every night, every every night. And uh, he said, "What you going to do Sunday, Uncle?" I said, "It's fifth Sunday. We have church Sunday night. I'm on Sunday morning, and we backslide Sunday night. <laughs> then we have church on Sunday night." He said, come to my church. He said, I said, I don't want to. I said, Daniel, I'm going to take a break. I said, I've been in church all year, and I'm going to take a break. He said, I've been here every night with you. He said, come. I said, um, I said, this only time I got in, I'm going to go see all my brothers and sisters and different people around. So we went, started seeing them. Got almost to where my brothers were at and called them, and they were so high, they didn't know who I was on the phone. And I called some more, and they were the same way. And I told her, I said, I'm not going. I don't want to deal with them tonight. She said, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to go to church with Daniel. He wants us to go to church with him. Well, I didn't know what kind of church he went to. And we pulled up in the parking lot. And it was the First Baptist Church. And we walked in. He was on the second pew up there. I sat down beside him. I said, Daniel, now leave me alone. He said, I'm so glad you're here. He said, oh, my, here comes the pastor. And he jumped up before I could get a hold of him. He ran back to the pastor. He said, pastor, he said, my uncle's here. And he's an evangelist. You need to let him preach. And he come back and he sat down beside me. And the pastor walked up to me. He said, I hear that, that you're an evangelist. I said, I looked at Daniel. I said, thanks, dude. I said, yes, sir. He said, well, do you have a word from the Lord for us? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on, somebody. They turned it over to us. And as I stepped up on the platform, Pastor Axton, the Lord said, use wisdom and watch what you say. He said, then I will bless.
bless. I said, okay, God. And my wife looked at me and said, she, she praying for me. I got up and started preaching. And I started in Genesis and all the way walking down through there how good God was. I started dancing. Holy Ghost started moving. They jumped up out of the pew, started running around the aisles. Pastor's eyes got by yay big around. I'm telling you, come on, somebody. And after church that night, they said, will you preach us a two-week revival? I said, yes, sir, buddy. Yeah. You know why? Because somebody who said, I'm tired of being in one place. I want to venture out to a place called yonder. That ain't church hopping, honey. That's being into a church and it's established and stand with the will of God. I got to climb higher. I got to press on to the high calling of God. You want to grow with God? Get you a pastor like a pastor accident. It will teach you truth. It will preach under the anointing and tell you, you got to straighten up. Yeah. Well, not doing too good tonight. Only got three people, four people stood up on that one. Hey, look, check this out. Everybody say, check this one out. Everybody point at me. I am. Everybody say, he is the only legal church hopper. I am, because I'm an evangelist. Because I'm a oh come on here. That didn't go over too good. Shaking his head. Stick your finger in his ribs out there. If you want to get him to move. <laughs> Excuse me, what did you say? Let's let's lift our hands and worship the Lord. You know why he won't do that? Because I, he knows I'm going yonder. Oh. Raise your hand. I'm up here. Just raise your hand. Worship the mother. Raise the other hand. You've seen his hand move while ago. He'll be watching around him. When he's raising his hands, he'll watch people behind him and beside him in front of him because they know now he's ticklish and very bad at it because he know now that somebody probably touch him on the side and when they hit for his side, he's going to move. Hello, somebody. The devil is as a roaring. I ain't going to do that. The devil is as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He will come to the place where we're at, but he cannot get yonder. He cannot cross the bloodline. He cannot get over to where you're at. you got to stand for what's right. He might knock you down, but get back up. He might frustrate you, but laugh. He might, you might not be happy. Get up and dance. You might be sad. Wave your hand and tell the devil, I'm still under the blood. I'm at the place where God wants me to be at. Yeah. Hey, why? I'm tired. Watch it. Yeah. I like that. Hey, look. Y'all think about it. The next evangelist comes. He whistles. Y'all throw that leg up. 
he'll realize somebody else done been here. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how you believe. You believe what you want to believe. Listen to this right here. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 9, I think, he did one after another. But when he got to the house where they told him that the daughter was already dead. Remember, remember that story? And he said, no, she's just sleeping, taking a nap. And they laughed him to scorn. They laughed at him, knowing who he is, knowing what he could do. And he said, you know, since you're going to laugh, you're not going to be able to see it. Get out. He got them out. Put them on the outside. If they just stood there for a minute, they would recognize and watch the God that could pick a, come on somebody. I'm telling you tonight, it's time, ain't time to laugh at somebody, but it's time to laugh in the devil's face and say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out rejoicing. I'm going to that altar and I'm going to cry out, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who is and was and is to come, the Almighty. We've got to praise Him. Trying to think, did I change socks today? Some socks I got are holy. I'm gonna take my shoe off for a minute, but I'm trying to think. If you ever get a hole in your sock, if you move your toes around a little bit, it'll go right to that hole. I don't think I did. I think I'm in good shape. Martin. Yeah. So far, so good. I got me another message. It's okay. The other night, I stomped my toe up here and ripped my whole soul off of my black shoes. New shoes. I'm fixing to wrap them suckers up with duct tape. Hello. Duct tape can get your soul back together. Shoe soul. Okay. I thought that was funny. He said, Moses, pull off thy shoes. For the place I stand is what? Holy ground. Moses had a relationship with God. Jeremiah did. And look at, look at he, what, he, what he tells Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, he said, before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. Woo! Come on, somebody. He said, before you even got there, I knew you. Now, I don't know how you believe in God. If he knew Jeremiah before he got there, I think he knew me before I got here. And he knew that I was and you was going to be an alcoholic and a drug addict and a sinner and everything else. But he knew down the road that mama was going to pray and the church was going to pray. And they was going to invite us to a place yonder. And we was going to walk into a Pentecostal church and feel something that we never felt before. And give us power and authority over the gates of hell. I refuse to turn back to the place that I come out of when I got a place in a God and his with me seven days a week and 24 hours a day. Am I doing okay? Brother, am I getting, brother judge, am I getting the point across? Thank you. I walked up to him today, this afternoon. I said, hello, judge. He said, I'm glad you didn't call me Judge Judy. I said, okay. <laughs> Some of you still ain't laughing. <laughs> we got to, we got to laugh. We got to enjoy. We got to enjoy God. 
your next revival. Who knows what's going to happen Friday, Saturday. You're going to have a Sunday too? A Sunday, see, Friday, Saturday. So who knows what's going to happen? This place might be packed out and 95 women at the altar. Oh, come on here now. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I don't, you, I don't know, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it again. I, I don't know how you believe, but I believe we could go home tonight or we could go home tomorrow. If the trumpet don't sound, we could die. Come on, somebody. We could be history. And if I die, I want to go to that grave with the power of the Holy Ghost. And you know what it's going to do, Pastor Axton? He's going to take me yonder. <laughs> that trumpet's going to sound and the dead in Christ is going to rise. <laughs> Hello. And those that are alive and yet remain shall be called up together to meet him in the air. Have you ever had a dream that you missed heaven? I was door knocking, and somebody was watching that movie during the daytime. They was watching that movie, Left Behind. And I was trying to witness to them, and I was looking at some of it because they're huge TV. And, and, and I just only seen maybe, maybe if, I'm going to say 45 seconds. I think I'm kind of exaggerating. But anyway, the part that I seen, they was left behind. So we went to church that night. And when we get to church, we had, man, we had HBO. Holy Ghost blowout. Right along with showtime. <laughs> and I went to bed. Well, we, we slept in the living room, didn't we, that trailer. That old trailer I had, we slept in, slept in the living room. Well, have you ever had a dream, and, and in your dream you woke up in your dream? But yet you were still asleep? Oh. You ought to wake up one trying to get away from a dog trying to catch you. <laughs> Grandma, 90 years old, out running, and you're barely creeping and about to catch you. But anyway, I woke up, and she's gone. My wife ain't nowhere to be found. I'm going through my trailer, right there at my home church. Going through my trailer, can't find her. I got out the door. I'm thinking, Lord, Lord, I know, I know I'm as good as my pastor. I went over and broke in his house in my dream. And they wasn't even there. I'm thinking, oh, my word. I went back home in my dream. And I'm praying, thank God for telephone. That thing rung at 3.30. Did I answer it? <laughs> Didn't answer it. And when it rung and it woke me up, I looked, and my wife was laying beside me. I didn't answer that phone. I was afraid who was on it. So he won't answer it. She said, you okay? I said, no. I had this bad dream. She said, let me up. I got to go to the bathroom. I said, so do I. <laughs> I held her hand like a five-year-old kid. Yes, sir. She said, quit, move, go, get out. I said, no, you left me once. You're not doing it again. If you get caught out this time, I'm going with you. It can happen that quick. That quick. There was a pastor in Louisiana. I think it was Louisiana. Called his wife at the house. And the phone was busy. 
and it was they couldn't get a hold of her. There was a man across town over yonder had a three fifty seven. Going to sh- blow his brains out, and and he called the wife. He called his wife again and busy. He called his wife again. The name of the church was God Almighty. <laughs> Amen. That was that was the name of the church in the town. And he called his wife and wouldn't answer. Took him four or five shots, and she answers the phone. She he said, "Where? Well, who in the world have you been talking to?" She said, "I ain't been on the phone." She he said, "Yes, you have. It's been busy." He said, "She said, then you must have been talking to somebody because I ain't been talking to nobody." He said, "Well, you're on your way." He said, "Yeah." And Lord, behold, a man come to church that morning, walked in. But what happened was this right here: that phone directed from there and went all the way around over the town over yonder on the other side. And that man had that three fifty seven under his chin, was fixed to pull the trigger, and his phone rung. And he looked over at caller ID, and he said, "God Almighty." Come on, somebody. Yeah. That's what God can do when we get to that place yonder. Hello, somebody. There was a lady in Louisiana preaching revival there. I was preaching there, and the Lord said, turn right, turn right there. And I passed it up. I said, I can't go that way. There ain't no road there. It's a field. I went down, turned around, come back, got to the same spot. He said, turn right there. I said, God, I can't turn there. There's nothing there. And I passed it up, and I come back the third time. He said, turn right there. I said, okay, God, if I go to jail, you're going to go with me and I turned and Lord behold what happened they planted the beans over the road and I kept driving right down in the middle of that field I got to the woods I stopped something said go on I said oh Jesus I hope this is you and I ain't tuned into the enemy amen I drove in the woods I drove quite a way back and there was a house come to a dead end and there was a house there and I pulled turned around I put my window down she said come here please come here I said you come here I ain't, I ain't coming up there. I ain't never been here before. She said, please, please come here. I said, nah, I'll get out and come to the porch. I got to the porch. I was talking to her about Jesus. Dude, I mentioned Jesus all the way up there. I didn't know what I was going on to, but I'm thinking in my mind, I hope I'm listening to God. She said, come on in. Come on in, please, please come. I stepped into the living room, and she walked on back towards the bedroom back there. She said, please come right here. And you don't have to go no farther. I said, lady, I really don't want to do this but let me repent real quickly in case something happens here let me look around make sure I can try to get out of here and I got to that door and looked quickly and I walked on in and her daughter had a 357 in her mouth hello somebody I said oh lady 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 don't do that don't do that I said I've got the answer for you I said I've got a God that led me to this place yonder hello somebody out in the middle of the woods I got the this God that can deliver. You know she's still in church today. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, you need to tune in to the voice of a God. He's able to lead you yonder. He's leading you to a soul. He's leading to your place. It can give you victory. You need to tell the devil, back up. I'm going yonder. I'm going yonder. I'm going to get my miracle. I hope I didn't rattle tonight. If I did, I apologize. God is good. You know, (laughs) brother, did you preach good behind that pulpit? So uh, let me ask your wife, do you do I? (laughs) 
Let me tell you, you ain't going to like me after this statement. If you brag on yourself, you better pray through. Oh, come on here. Whoops. Yonder. Abraham said, Yonder. Hang on. Where's the drum player at? Come on, drum player. Come on, bass player. Judge Judy, come on. <laughs> Y'all been good to my wife and I. Thank you. Thank you. I hope I've said something <laughs> to encourage you, to help you. Somebody said, when you're coming back, Brother Griggs, I said, probably about another 10 years, it's going to take him that long to get over me. <laughs> so, no. Met him a long time ago. Long time ago, long time ago. I didn't think he remembered that motor home. It was stuck in the back of his head. And he's right. We had an old truck, had our clothes in the back, and it, it really leaked. But I was doing the will of God. We even had some folks walked up to me and say, Is this your piece of junk? I said, Yeah, sure is. Where's yours at? Oh, I got a new one. I said, well, let me see it. I said, Lord, take it away from me until he apologized from calling my junk a piece of junk. Everybody going to call my truck junk? I don't want to call it junk. Hello? Did I pray bad for him? No. I said, Lord, bless him more than what he's got. That's all you can do. Bless your enemies. How do you think me and my wife stay together so long? She said, Lord, bless my husband. <laughs> we have an unusual life. You know that? Me and her. Me and, me and that lady right there. Oh, we yonder. Me and her. Set in our mind, we will do the will of God. Whatever we have to do, we'll do it. And if we stay in the will of God, okay, then my family can be saved. You want a blessing? Do something for somebody. And don't charge them. Hope if it costs $700, $1,000, do it. And God will return and bless you back. Works for me. It works for me. God is wanting to lead us to a place. I'm longing to see. This is me. You might believe the way I believe, but I believe you will. That you have to draw plans up to build a bigger sanctuary. Oh, that's weak. Come on, somebody. Come on. We have to look. We ain't got enough room. We have to look. The place is packed out. We have to have a vision. That something's going to happen. Wouldn't it be awesome if the Lord tarries another 10 years in the next two years, all of your families will be sitting where you're sitting at. <laughs> And next time it can happen. Next year, Brother Noah and Sister Corey is going to have triplets. 
and the church is going to grow a little bit more. She's already getting excited about triplets. Forget about grandma and grandpa behind you. Amen. More kids you got, the more you can hold off of your taxes. <laughs> the more God you got, the more devils you're going to fight. If you don't want to fight no more devils than what you got, then don't get no spiritual. <laughs> Woo! But I can't stay where I'm at. I got to climb a little higher. I got to reach up a little bit higher. I got to reach up and say, God bless me. God strengthen. Stand on your feet. Thank you, church, for everything you've done. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you need to be at this altar. You need to find a place and call it yonder. I want to be right here with this God. I want to stand right here with this healer, this deliverer. I believe, Sister Walker, everything, we're all going to believe everything's going to be all right. Come on, somebody. I got a feeling everything's going to be, we need We need that faith. We need to believe that. I got a feeling somebody else is going to get the Holy Ghost. I got a feeling somebody else is going to be baptized in the name of Jesus. I believe if the Lord tarries another 10 years from now, I believe these same ones will be still here loving God. You know why? Because of determination. And I made up my rock, rock these rafters with worship. Rock these rafters. Lord, Save, save my friend's family. Save, save this one's family, Lord. And when you pray for that one, God returns and blesses you. Sister Burge, down at the Pentecostal Church in, in North Carolina, she said, Brother Griggs, my husband built me a prayer room. I got a radio in there, CD. Got a light I can dim down. I got me a rocking chair. Got me an altar. Got me carpet on the floor. I said, I'll go in there and, and I'll turn me some music on. And, and I'll sit there and I'll rock and I'll pray to this God. My Savior. My healer. Right in the middle of revival. Seemed like everybody's coming in. But her son. She went to that prayer room that morning on a Friday, excuse me, on a Friday. Went in there praying. She said, now, God, I know you hear me. I said, I know you know my heart. She said, Brother Greg, I rushed up, took the hairpins out of my head, said my hair fell down and touched the floor. Said I picked it up and laid it in my hands. And she held it there in her hand. Said, Here, God, I did what you told me to do. Now give me my kid. Give me my kid. That night, he walked through the door, didn't stop at the pew, came right straight down to the altar while the preacher was preaching. Lift his hands up. 
started talking in tongues as God filled him with the Holy Ghost. She had to get to the place to show God, I love you, Lord. I love you. I honor you. Claim your family. Claim your friend's family. Claim your city. Everybody ain't going to be saved, but there's going to be a lot of people that wants to. And ain't no telling what's going to happen this coming week in this place. A lot of people at the altar because of you. Because of you. Join hands with somebody next to you. If if it's your family or whoever it may be and say, now, we're going yonder. And we're going to go with God to a place called yonder. together lovely come on Holy Ghost is here God I'm here to honor you tonight get me to a place another level with you God somebody needs the Holy Ghost tonight you need to be at this altar come quickly come quickly You want the Holy Ghost? Come quickly. Let us pray for you. He's already here. He waited for Abraham on the mountain. And when Abraham laid his son up on the altar and was going to do what God told him to do, God said, stain thy hand, Abraham. Stain thy hand. Now God want to tell the devil something. Back up, devil. Leave him alone. They're going to get it. They're going to be delivered and set free. Well, all together... To me, to see, woo! Come on, Holy Ghost! Come on, Holy Ghost! Come on, Holy Ghost! Verno. Oh my God, the Holy Ghost is here. Beauty. Beauty. Oh, hallelujah. Hope of a life 
worship. Here I am to bow down. Jesus, move right now.
us clap our hands to the Lord tonight. Amen to God. Amen to God. Praise the Lord. My, my, what a great message. What a great message. Hallelujah. I was taking notes on that because I feel like there's so much more can be said. It's just amazing. Thank you, Brother Griggs. Thank you, Sister Griggs. Love you all. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. And uh, I don't think I said so, but I just appreciate every one of our guests, everyone that has come, and even tonight, more new people. Thank you so much for being with us on this Sunday evening. Amen. Coming to worship the Lord. I pray your week is blessed of God. Amen. And that you go home and you stay cozy and warm. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Well, the Lord is good. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you were here. Amen. Encourage them to walk in his presence. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Greet our guest and greet brother and sister Griggs tonight. God bless you in Jesus' name.